That's right. You are tuned into the afternoon refill. Thank you so much for tuning in, for joining me for another episode. I mean, so far, so good. It's been absolutely amazing uh, to just, I don't know. First off, be alive and well. And then on top of that, to have a podcast where we can have authentic conversations with authentic people. And what I love doing is inviting friends from different parts of, you know, the region. I say the region because I don't have friends yet in different places in the world, but I will. But till then, I am rocking with some of the best people that I know locally who are just killing the game. And this month in particular, the month of March, we are celebrating women because why? It's Women's History Month, okay? And I am providing some episodes here that are dedicated to celebrating women, not only chasing their dreams, but living them one day at a time. And so if you have no idea what Women's History Month is about, it's a celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, and society, and has been observed annually in the month of March in the United States since 1987. And so I am partaking in that celebration, okay, being the woman that I am, uh, and I want to recognize my women friends, you know, and celebrate them and honor them for who they are and how they contribute contribute to society in their own way. And so I have two go-getters here in the space today that I am honored to know. I am blessed by their passions and just how they execute them um, in their own way and how God created them too. And so, yeah, let's give a round of applause to my girl, Teresa, uh, who is here today. Uh, Teresa, how you feeling? I feel good, girl. I'm excited. Yes, me too. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, and then I also have my girl Jessica in the space today. Jessica, how you feeling? Great. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Of course. So, all right, let's get it on and pop in. First off, you two don't know each other, right? At least I don't think you do. Mm, no, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, Jessica, Teresa, Teresa, Jessica. <laughs> nice to meet you, girl. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yes. So, so Teresa, you reside in Providence, correct? Or am I wrong? Cranston. Cranston. Okay. Close, have you, know, you know what I'm saying? Close. <laughs> have you ever been in Prov? Have you ever lived in Providence? Yeah, like up until I was two, and then we moved to Cranston. Oh, so you a Cranston girl, like? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And then Jessica, you reside in Brockton. You still live in Brockton? Bridgewater now, but I still, you know, home is Brockton. For real. You know what? It's so funny because I have a best friend, shout out to Ro, uh, who is from Brockton, but still claims Brockton, even though she don't live in Brockton. Like she lived in Bridgewater for a minute and she's like, nah, I'm from Brockton. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Brockton, the Brockton pride is like a diehard thing. It's strong. It's strong. Yep. <laughs> Yo, so I'm like I said, I am super happy that both of you said yes to joining me on the podcast today. But um, yeah, I want to get into celebrating you too because you are doing amazing work in your own great and special, powerful, mighty, creative way. Okay. So uh first up, Jessica, you are in a new role. I mean, <laughs> We were talking about it just a little <laughs> bit, just a smidge, but like you yeah. literally 
started a position in January of 2020 and then the pandemic hit. So, sis, tell us how how it all start for you. First off, talk to me about what you're doing right now and then just kind of how you got there. Um, So I, it's kind of been a long journey and I've been blessed to have one of those kind of straight shoot journeys, which I know for a lot of people, they would prefer to go, you know, so many different type of, types of ways, or, you know, it takes a lot of different um, paths to get to what you want to do. For me, it's kind of been just a straight shoot. So in high school, I learned that I loved psychology, loved mental health, and I've been on that track ever since. Um, so I went to school at Merrimack. Um, I did my bachelor's there, and then I stayed another year and I did my master's. Um, and I got my master's of education and community engagement. Um, and then I worked at a nonprofit in Boston for a bit doing youth development work. Um, and then in January of 2020, I started a role in Brockton, um, working as a student behaviorist at an elementary school in Brockton. Um, and we don't have anyone at the elementary school level um, doing this position. So for me, I was appointed by the district superintendent um, at this very specific school. It was a very intentional move on his part um, because the school has a lot of different behavioral challenges. Um, and just the culture, you know, on the student side and on the staff side, um, just needed some, some nudge. So I'm basically a life coach for the students. So I work with the adjustment counselors and create different behavioral plans. Um, and then I sit in class with them and I just coach them on like, okay, how are we going to get through this? Like, if they're feeling agitated, how can we calm down? Or, you know, how can we um, express what it is that we need right now? Um, so that's what I do. And it's been a fun journey. Um, it's been a tough one because obviously behavior on Zoom is not a real thing. The parents are doing my job now because the kids are at home. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's been an interesting um, thing. We are kind of moving towards a hybrid um, thing now where students are in the building. So it's just, it's a new position still. Um, definitely won't, wouldn't say that I feel confident in it fully, <laughs> even after a year and some change of being in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, real quick, where, where did your inspiration birth from? Um, is there a specific point in time where you felt like, okay, I want to focus on this? Cause you did say that it was a straight shot since, was it high school? Or did you say high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't see, I don't know if I can pinpoint one inspiration. I think it was just the effects of seeing mental health and, you know, mental illnesses in different capacities. I am a highly emotional person and have my own journey with um, mental illness, Mm -hmm. um, with anxiety and depression. So I think, you know, Tumblr was a huge thing for me growing up and just seeing other people and connecting with other people on Tumblr who also had these stories that Mm -hmm. um, helped me not feel so alone. So then in high school, I took my first psychology class and could actually name these things and, you know, was then diagnosed, um, And then got the support that I needed. Um, And that was a point in my life where it was like, you know, college had always been the goal for me, but I was not going to go to college um, Mm. based on my own emotional, like, standing um, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So having the support then, um, I just kind of, I don't know, something kind of clicked where it was like, this is really important 
for me to continue in life um, and be successful, whatever that means for me. Mm -hmm. So from then on, it was just like, I just want to give back in this way. Or how can I also voice what I'm going through to other people? And the more that I did that, the more I learned that I was not alone. Um, And that so many of us have these experiences, but don't know what they are or what to do with them. Yeah. Um, So it was just very much me doing what I always do, talking and being vulnerable. Um, And from then on, it just led me towards, okay, I want to, I want to be a licensed mental health therapist. Like that is the ultimate goal. And everything since then has been a step to get there. Come on, come on. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Now, Teresa, talk about your journey. Because again, here with you two ladies, it's it's drastically different. Like you guys are just in different spaces. Uh, but yet it's so instrumental to society. Like your your impact is unbelievable. So Teresa, go ahead and share uh, what you do currently and 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 then just where it birthed from. How how did it all start for you? Okay, I got a couple things going on. <laughs> I know. Um, so my nine to five, <laughs> my nine to five is I am an analyst for a biotech company, and then on the side I am like a fashion blogger slash style influencer. Um, so with the biotech job, I knew ultimately I was always going to wind up in the field of science. Um, I went to Rick. I was a triple major, so my degrees are in biology, music, and in theater. Um, I knew I would primarily use the biology degree. I don't know if the other two are just for decoration. We're going to see what God does. <laughs> yeah, that. But. I can't. Just a little razzle dazzle. Uh, a little sprinkle. Um, so basically, uh, looking for... I knew I wanted a position that would line me up for a career in the track of micro or immunology because when I was finishing up my bio degree, that was the area that like really struck my interest. Mm. Um, so I wound up accepting a position with this company and then later on being promoted to like um, an analyst that works more so like in that field of things. Yeah. Um, and then I plan to soon start applying for grad school and again, just continuing to get like my master's in micro immunology, something along those lines. Um, and then with the whole fashion and style piece, that has always been how I've expressed myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and creatively, like, it's just, like, my outlet. It's just always something that I have that passion to do. So, like, even when things get crazy in my life, kind of like right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the outlet for me has always been going back to creating just because, like, I love getting dressed up and creating different looks and just, like, having fun and enjoying myself. But then also encouraging other women to do the same thing, live your best life and look good doing it. So good. So, so, so good. So, okay, as you were talking about your degree, I actually don't know what that means. Like, so can you can you break down what your degree is in? Like, what is it that you're doing? What's the end goal? Okay, so I have three bachelor's degrees, Uh Um, music, general, performance theater and then biology. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm using my biology degree currently (laughs) (laughs) Um, in my position Mm -hmm. um, as an analyst for this biotech company okay so what what does the biotech company do what's what's their purpose what's their focus um how can I best explain it they manufacture um 
stuff for medications. That's the best okay. way I can address yeah. it for their business policy. Yeah. No, you know. <laughs> it's all good. That's all I need, girl. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, what is that? Oh, no, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> no, because I, I find it so interesting when people enter into fields that never would cross my mind. Like when you're talking about music and theater, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Went to an arts high school. That's what I wanted. That's all I know. And so when when I have a friend who is, um, you know, he graduated in finance and continued a higher education um, and now has his master's. And I think he's going for another, another degree. But aside from that, in my head, I'm like, you genuinely like finance? You like numbers like that? Like... <laughs> I like the numbers in my account. You feel me? But like, <laughs> same. Right. It's like the math be mathing for you, cause yeah. child. I, I, I have a special type of, you know, appreciation for people who like math and numbers. Yes, it's uh, it's beyond me. Truly, truly beyond me. So, um, anytime that I hear that there's a genuine interest and liking and taking to um, a different focus or a different like degree, it just it blows my mind because. It blows my mind, but in a cool way. Like, I'm in awe of how our minds work and what we take a liking to um, and how important it is that we all recognize that every area of our lives that we find or deem important or take interest in is important to society. Because if it wasn't for, you know, just let's say for music, I remember a point in time where they was trying to shut out the arts from schools. And I was like, mm-hmm. that doesn't even make sense. Because if, let's say during this pandemic, if people didn't have music to listen to or music to dance mm-hmm. to or movies to watch, did you ever think that, you know, that kid started in his theater class in elementary school? No. Like, did you ever think that that kid that started writing poems that then turned into songs is now your favorite artist? You you have to really put it into perspective. And it, it the same goes for those who are, you know, creating these apps or creating the medicines that we need in order to better ourselves. So with my little rant, I love the fact that you two are coming into this space um, Furthermore, confirming that, um, confirming what my thought has been and what society really has, I don't really know, has kind of picked, they, they, they've chosen what they think is more important than the other, but I feel like we're all in the same plane for like, we're all important with what we do. It's, it, we were all meant to do what we do. Right. So anyways, with that said, um, first off, yeah, thank you both for sharing you know, what you're doing now and how it all started. And I guess the next question that I always love hearing about is your inspiration. Like, is there a person um, or was there a specific point in time that really struck a chord with you that pushed you forward? Because there are hard points in our journeys and what we like to do. Um, But the 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 point for us where we can realize this is what I'm meant to do or this is what I genuinely want to do is if we keep going, even when it gets hard. So is is there something that 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 inspires you to keep going and to keep pushing in what you're doing now? Uh, and yeah, whoever wants to take it, go ahead. Um, so something that I struggle with a lot is imposter syndrome. You are not um, alone. Although you are not alone, <laughs> yeah. Yes. The more I bring it up, the more like I hear that everyone, especially people our age, are struggling with imposter syndrome. And I think a lot of that is just like I don't know. For me, at least, I grew up in a family where 
I'm blessed to be in a family that has so many intelligent people, but then there's also this expectation that's put on you and anything outside of that. So my whole family is basically, they're all teachers. Mm. So anything that I do that isn't teaching, which is everything that I do because teaching is not my ministry. Um, I feel like I'm like, I've always had this sense of imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, So now being in, this field, um, everywhere that I've been, I kind of feel like, oh, I'm too young. Like I got my master's at 22 and I'm going for another this fall. So I, you know, that's really tough thing. It's a blessing, but how do I find the confidence to even say that? Like how many minutes are we in? And I can't even say like, yeah, I'm going back to school (laughs) for another master's degree. Um, but I don't know. I struggled with figuring out if this is something that I could actually succeed Mm. in Um, because especially there aren't that many accessible counselors of color. That's, you know, it's just not, they exist, but because they're so scarce, it's so expensive to find a counselor. There's already a whole gap with therapy and money and accessibility Mm. in general. And especially for counselors of color, it's just so, so hard to find. Um, And, you know, there aren't many role models that I have in this field, even though it is such a like important part of society. Um, so there's still just, you know, me sitting here and being like, can I, can I be another counselor of color and actually succeed and be accessible? Um, but that's also my inspiration is that there are none. (laughs) So, and there are these barriers and these obstacles and, you know, my imposter syndrome for me to get through it is going to help someone else you know, generations behind me, um, to also get through it as well. So it's just a matter of me remembering that this is not my story alone. Um, and that what I'm doing is not just for my own personal gain. Um, and that just keeps me going that even though I have imposter syndrome, I can be helping someone else. Um, and not just by being a counselor, but just by setting the stone, um, for being in this position at all. That was so good. Yeah, you definitely struck a you struck a good one. First off, you said imposter syndrome, which I didn't realize I had uh, until I was listening to a therapist like mention it. And and I don't I don't go to therapy now, but it's you know how they have they have some like therapists who actually have podcasts. Um, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. and praise God for it. And my sister keeps badgering me to listen to this one specific one that, you know, another friend shared with her. And so I'm excited to tap in to see what she says because apparently sis is dropping gems and speaking life. And so um, the first time I ever heard about imposter syndrome, I like broke down in tears because I was like, yo, I have that. But now I can name it because before I just felt like I was crazy. I was like... Why do I feel like I have so much, I'm questioning myself, I'm doubting everything I'm doing, but like I have the I have the ability, I have the knowledge, you know what I mean? Like I have more than enough to bring to the table, but why do I feel like I'm not I wasn't even invited to the table? But it's not even about the invitation. It's, it's not even about that because it's for you. What's for you is for you. So anyways, um yeah, so I really loved you, you know, mentioning that and also talking about it not being for your personal gain and that it's beyond you. Like, and even you pressing into it now, there's a child who is looking at you and saying, oh, wow, like I, I know they're in elementary school, whatever, but I think sometimes we even overlook that stage in life um, because kids start to reveal what it is they were 
called to um, and what they're naturally capable of um, and talented with. And so uh, I think even you being in this position and pushing through your imposter syndrome because you know that it's just not for you. Um, there is a child out there who's inspired by your journey. And so, yeah, thank you for what you do, Jessica. And thank you for pushing through. So, yeah, uh, Teresa, what about you? What's an inspiration? What's a moment in time that continues to, you know, inspire you to push forward in what you do? Um, for me, my inspiration, I think, really mostly would be a person, specifically mm -hmm. my mom. My mom has always been, I have a great family, but my mom has always been my biggest cheerleader and the biggest push person to push me, um, especially, like, even like how she maintains it with everything she's dealing with like mm -hmm. right now. So um, a few days before Christmas, she was actually diagnosed with oh. cancer. We found out it was stage three breast cancer. Thank God they caught it before it spread. She started chemo recently. Things okay. are looking good. But like even in that, just the way that she still has her faith and her joy and just like this beautiful spirit about her and continues to yeah. still push me. Listen. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, 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 you know the Lord for real. <laughs> yes, God is real based on her faith, like, and how she continues to inspire you and push you, like, it, even with all she's going through. Wow. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. that speaks volume. So that continues to inspire you to do what you do every day. My goodness. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even just hearing it. Yeah, first off, I'm praying for your mom. I'm praying for you guys as a whole, for your family, Thank you. um, Thank you. because that's a huge deal. And and so, whew, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be praying just so you know that. Uh, but I love I love hearing about everyone else's inspirations as well because we all have one. We have something or somebody um, that that is that encourages us along the way on our journey so that we can continue to push through because this journey is hard. OK, especially mm -hmm. if you don't have anybody <laughs> else uh, that is uh, kind of on that path with you. So, Jessica, you've already said it, that you're kind of on this path alone. You know, if, if you're comparing it with your family, like you're on this journey by yourself. And then on top of that, you're on this journey by yourself in the district because nobody else <laughs> does yep. what you do. Um, yeah. So yeah. you have levels of difficulty that you are just rising above. Um, and so it's really cool to hear what inspires you. And uh, and I just wanted to encourage you to keep going. Not that you was going to stop, but this is just another additional encouragement for you to keep pushing through because you're making a difference, um, even with where you're at, even though it might not feel like that. And then, uh, you know, for you, Teresa, like the fact that your mother is that inspiration and people at your job or people, you know, close by wouldn't know. They just think that you just got it all in the bag because of how you present yourself again, which is a faithful woman who is who is joyful. Like you have the joy of the Lord literally oozing from your spirit. And so um, it's cool to hear what keeps you going when times do get hard and when times do get difficult now is anybody else in your family in your field teresa or has studied in that field no look again no. like no just, <laughs> yeah no, no, no. <laughs> now your sisters are, are your sisters in the arts they're in theater and and music too right or do they dabble in it as well yes so my youngest sister grace she is an art major i think she may be doing digital media 
and maybe mm-hmm. painting, don't quote me, yeah. something along those lines. Um, and then my middle sister, she is majoring in Africana Studies, and she's Come on! Actress. Come on! Mm-hmm. Look at God! Look at God! So, sis, you think that, the, that those two other degrees in music and theater, I mean, your sisters are doing something, in, you know, within the arts as well, so you just never know how that plays out. <laughs> Whatever God, Whatever wants, God to wants to do, wants to do. do it, Lord. <laughs> Here I do am. it. Uh, no, but that's really cool. Honestly, the two of you just sharing your inspirations have furthermore inspired me to keep pushing through because um, as women, I honestly feel like, y'all tell me, when another woman encourages you or compliments you or encourages I already said encourages you, but when she encourages you or compliments you, doesn't that just like... Take you to another notch of just yes. My sister said said some good things about me. Yeah, I'm I'm in my bag. Doesn't it feel like you're in your bag? It's different. It's different. <laughs> it is different. Like all we have to wow. say to one another is, "I see you, sis," and it means the world. Like because as women, we mm-hmm. also there's like there's just another another level, a different level of understanding that we just have with one another. First of all, as women, it's already been difficult within society um, to overcome certain obstacles. And on top of that, within our homes, there's still, um, you know, a level of activity that we, we maintain. And as we, you know, continue to engage in relationships um, with a partner or just whether it's we are now reproducing and giving birth to children or just whatever it is that we choose to do. Society has this like pressure that they put on us to where we we have to do more than even what men do just to prove ourselves when we are even stronger, might I add, than um, (laughs) than men. But you know what? That's just my (laughs) say it again. I mean, she's a little something to attach for y'all. A little something. We are like as as I even grow more into my womanhood. I'm like, you couldn't handle what I'm doing right now, bro. You cannot. You couldn't. Mm-hmm. When they get sick. Oh, babies. Children, infants. Babies. <laughs> oh, like, really? Literally. You're yeah, not going to work today because you feel, like, you feel sick? <laughs> Meanwhile, we're in there. Got the sniffles. <laughs> Taking calls, right. writing names, doing what we have to do to get the job done. So, yeah, uh, for all my ladies tuning in, you're a boss. You're doing what you got to do, and you're doing it well. So keep on pushing, sis, uh, because we see you. We see you. We hear you, okay? Uh, now, ladies, I just, I just first off just love what you're doing and how you are impacting society in your own specific way. But um, was there ever a point in time, like, was there ever a specific moment in time where you've, I mean, Jessica, you already touched this a little bit, but um, Teresa, where you can kind of jump in, where you, you felt that, that you've, there's a moment in time where you've had to overcome, like, your emotions kind of wouldn't push be pushed to the side a little bit. You kind of felt a little discouraged and um, and you needed a full-on nudge. Was there ever a point in your journey of doing all that you do where you just wanted to, like, stop or take a really long break? Because sometimes it's just, we need a break, right? <laughs> but the pressure of everything just <laughs> makes us just want to stop and quit. But we know we can't do that. So, like, was there a specific moment in time where you just needed a long break? 
Girl, multiple moments, like even recently. <laughs> like just with like everything going on and then my mom's starting chemo and I'm trying to juggle this and that. And it's like, this is a lot. <laughs> but for mm-hmm. me realizing a few things, one, first and foremost, that God mm-hmm. has been so faithful and everything that I've ever faced that I didn't see a way out of or know how I would get through it. He's been faithful to bring me through all of that, which is the Girl. only reason why I'm still here now. Two, I have been through too much <laughs> to stop and give up now. Because there was a whole lot of stuff that had gone on. And if I were to just give up and quit now, that's a waste of the... It's a waste, I feel like, of the lessons and of the pain and stuff that I've experienced in the past. Because if God was working all that to allow me to learn these lessons, to put me in a different position, to mold me, to grow me, for me to give up now... To me, yeah. it would feel like a yeah. waste. So just, I'm learning. Come on. Jesus, therapy. Come on. To <laughs> take that. a break when I need to and just give myself that grace. I don't know if it's the go-getter in me. I don't know if it's the Nigerian in me. I don't know if it's the oldest African daughter thing. But, like, you constantly push yourself and you feel like you have to do it all constantly. I'm learning when to say, you know what? I need a break. Yes. The rest is productive. Yes. We gonna come back yes. to this. Because yes. I've struggled with that. And that has caused me to constantly burn out. Listen, we are. That. We are. <laughs> now, Jessica, if you would, just add to that. I mean, uh, Teresa touched on it with Jesus in therapy. Because for the longest time, especially being saved, you know, knowing Jesus, a lot of the times... We have been encouraged to, let's say, push through certain things. But a lot of times, what if we just need to stop and take a break? It's not mean that we quit, but it's just to rest so that we can be refreshed. And then on top of that, uh, to also, and I think this has been a recent phenomenon, is encouraging folks to get therapy. Because we've all been traumatized at one point or another with something in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that you also tapped into being the oldest daughter because I am. And Jessica, you are too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. Look at I'm the only daughter. <laughs> and you're the oh, oldest. Girl. So I know you're the middle. I'm the middle child. <laughs> I'm the only, yeah, I'm the middle. So I have an older brother. So I, it's just me and it's me being a middle child, which is a whole other thing. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know what? Yeah. I'm not even gonna bash y'all because you know I have I have my little <clears throat> ones and twos about the middle child. Uh, but we love we love. <laughs> We're special. We are special, and in every way. I mean, y'all go through it because y'all y'all have y'all have you know the one that came before you, who they already have this this really un it's just unnecessary pressure and then the ones the ones that come after you who are just sometimes just kind of let loose like yeah you know what i'm tired y'all can do whatever y'all want and the oldest sitting there like wait i'm confused (laughs) because if i ever thought about it you would read my thought and discipline me on that so i'm confused as to why (laughs) um and then as for you you have to you have to figure out between the two of those places how you are to move. Um, but in regards to just mm-hmm. you being uh, very into therapy and and 
emotional development and just growing um, in mental health, like what would be your advice to the person who is trying to push through or feels like they have to overcome what it is they're dealing with now? Like what would be your advice to them during this time? Oh, um, see, there's, I'm trying to think because there's not like yeah. one thing that I could say because everyone yeah. needs to hear yeah. something different, right? So I think the most important thing that I could say right now is figure mm. out what you need um, and figure out what you need by leaning on others and by leaning on your resources um, because you're the only person who knows yourself that like you you know, as humans, we're the only people who know yeah. ourselves as we are. Um, so no one else, like even in therapy, like you need to find the right therapist, but a therapist is only there right. to encourage you to do the work. So, right. Mm-hmm. So, and we're all starting at different points. So you just need to spend time with yourself, figuring out what it is that you need. Is it that you need more connection or do you need more time alone? Like what? what do you need right now? And a lot of times I think therapy, people think that it's just like, you know, how can I overcome this trauma that happened to me 25 years ago? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really not it. Things are connected. Um, but what you're experiencing now is what is important. And, you know, maybe it has to do with something that happened 25 years ago, but you're not going to get that if you're living in the past or if you're just thinking about that one thing, you need to see like, who am I right now? What do I need right now? And what is affecting yeah. what I'm going through right now? Um, because you can't move forward if you're just thinking about like this one thing just happened to me and I need to talk about that because like it's important to talk about that sometimes things happen in the past and they just happened and I don't believe in coincidences but also like some sometimes you don't need to dwell on certain things um so my only advice I guess and I'm not (laughs) licensed yet so this is not a professional Yes, <laughs> but really, you have to you have to know mm. who you are and what, who you are right now, um, and only you can know that. No one else can can tell you. And you know, they say this for different types of people: is like you can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. Um, so you can't if if you don't know what you need, then like it doesn't yeah. matter what anyone else is going to say right. to you to to get you out of that. You need to know what it is that you're experiencing. Um, and we all have these forms of escapism, but the most important thing is sitting Ooh. with yourself and like praying on that. Like, what, what are you, yes. where's the gap? Um, but we need to stop, turn off the Netflix. Sometimes we just need to turn it yes, off. Yes, yes. Um, Escape with yourself. I can honestly say that later on in life, and the later part being the recent, <laughs> um, in the I, I want to say the past five years is when I've really started. Nah, you know, let me bring it down to three. Um, <laughs> I would I would definitely say the recent three years. I've officially started to like really sit with myself. It's not to say that like I um, I would brush everything off, but I was even sharing this morning that I would hold a lot of things in. Um, and to the point where I would, yes, I would share, you know, I, I would write it in my little, you know, I would write in my cute little journal and I make sure my journal's cute. So I would then feel encouraged to write in it. You know what I'm saying? Grab you a good pen that you don't share. Okay. <laughs> um, find a cute journal that has something on it that just inspires you to, to use it. Um, 
But then I found that I would just I would utilize that as like my one of my only sources. And of course, talk to God about everything that is on my heart, what's on my mind as is like truly authentic, not dressed up, whatever. But then over time, I realized I started to dress it up a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's because I was trying to make myself feel better about how it was being presented. But after a while, it just seems like with the new experiences that I was having as I was growing more and more closer to what it is I want to do, um, which even still, I'm still trying to like navigate. And I think that's another thing, too, that I'd love to speak on is to those who are listening. If you're listening right now and you feel like you've been in a space where I mean, because I am 29 this year, I'm currently 28, which is so weird. When I think about I'm turning 30 next year, which first off, turn up. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But for those who feel like they're behind, you know what I'm saying? Like they feel like, well, everybody else is doing and social media doesn't help society, social media, all of that don't help. Uh, But you feel Mm -hmm. like you're behind in what it is you're supposed to do or or you feel like I'm behind because I haven't even figured it out yet. Like. Trust and believe your time will come. But like you said, the sitting with yourself makes so much of a difference. The sitting and the reflecting and then seeing seeing where that gap is. Um, I feel like we a lot of the times I know for me personally, I'm going to speak for myself that I, I didn't do that as much as I feel like I could have. Uh, but I also don't rest there. I don't rest in that space either. I'm like, you know what? I know that now. And so what I'm going to do is sit with myself today and we're going to figure it out. <laughs> um, and even so, when I sit with myself, I also have mentors or people that I can speak to about what it is I'm thinking. Any ideas that I just want to splurge, you know what I'm saying, just share, just to get feedback and see what are the next steps for me to move forward. And so that brings me to my next question to both of you ladies. Uh, Teresa, you can start. Like, Do you have a mentor or somebody that you talk to or turn to to just present ideas or just your thoughts or just to share your heart on what it is you would like to do or how you're feeling? Um, for the most part, again, that person mm-hmm. for me really is my mom. But I do have like a solid community of friends that I can relate to that are in like basically they're not in the same field, but we're the same station of life. So Listen. we're also turning thirty next year. We're also um women who one first and foremost just want to yep. live out the purpose that God has for our lives, but like are very intentional and ambitious. So no matter what field our degrees are in or what it is that we're trying to do, Listen. we gonna make some things happen. <laughs> so just the importance of community. Uh, you can't like you have to have solid people in your corner. We're not meant to do this life alone. It's so important yes. to have yes. the right people around. And you. I can I can totally attest to the fact that community is so important because it. It's also just another dose of uh, encouragement to keep going in what it is you're doing. Because sometimes we forget when we're by ourselves and we're doing it by ourselves. It's just, it gets weary. It's tiring. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, So Jessica, would you say the same? (laughs) Do you you have like a mentor or maybe a community of, of people, of women that, you know, encourage you to keep going too? Definitely have, um, I have a few mentors from college that I still keep in touch with, um, and they've been super instrumental in just, like, honing down what it is I want to do, because even though, you know, I've always had this 
goal, the trajectory, the trajectory has been kind of straight, but also like I get distracted. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to do any of this um, because it's hard work. So they definitely have kept me on track. Um, I have a group of friends from grad school that, and we all do very different things, um, but we speak the same language in terms of encouragement. Um, So we don't talk to each other often, but that has been such an important group of people that I have maintained contact with for the past few years. And every time we speak, it's like you understand what I'm going through, even though like you're doing something completely separate. Um, So having those corners um, of different pockets of people um, have definitely been helpful. Um, My older cousins uh, are so encouraging in the way of reminding me to have fun um, because they are also very different from me. Um, But they all, I tend to be pretty serious. I'm not going to lie. I can be a pretty serious person. And I feel like I waste a lot of time being serious or being all about like mental health and the importance of it and like policy and all social justice type stuff. And they just remind me like, you just got to laugh. Like, you can't take things too seriously. Like you can't be too nitpicky about everything. Like life is going to pass you by if you're not having fun. Um, and I need that reminder often so that I can still be young and not turn into like yep. a book. Um, so that's the type of encouragement that I need. Um, but I'm always welcoming to new, I think we meet people along the way and I know that I'm, so I'm only 25. Um, and I know that I am still learning what it means to have Mm. a solid group of friends. And a lot of women don't know that. And you said something earlier that really touched on me of just like, it hits differently when women encourage you. And I think it hits differently in so many ways, but also because like a lot of us are still figuring Mm. out what a healthy friendship is. Um, And we don't know that. And we've just like hung out with certain people because they were around us, but we don't know what it means to have a healthy friendship that lasts long. Um, so I'm still looking for that type of circle, but I do think that the women in my life um, have definitely played a huge role in just reminding me of who I want to be come and the on, kind of people that on. I want to have around I me. love, love, love that you tapped into that because that is another thing, the valuing and the discern the discerning of who you want in your circle. Because we get to pick, okay? Um don't mm-hmm. just receive anybody and anything that mm-hmm. come around, okay? Because not all of it's for us. <laughs> um, and and a lot of the times, right. like I know, I had so to hurt, true. I had to learn the hard way, you know, a time or two. Uh, especially in the beginning, I I would definitely say like, no, nah, I'm not gonna say that. It was definitely, it's definitely been a lifelong process of learning how to discern who is for me and who is not. Um, there are a lot of moments where it's very clear and evident. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and then also learning how to advocate for myself to say, you know what? I don't deserve this friendship. Actually, no one deserves the way this person has treated people. Um, but <laughs> now how do I communicate that? And how do I want to receive communication? And I feel like uh, what we've all touched on here is how important community is. And, um, And it's okay to take time to find the good thing and to get to the good thing. And that that is that is a good work, but it's also hard work Uh, because, again, we have to take we have to spend time with ourselves and we also have to uh, take time throughout the week, throughout the day 
to put it into practice, to to communicate with people and to engage and to build in relationships, to ask the hard questions um, in order for us to get closer to who we are called to be and also to where we're called to be, you know, uh, where we're called to go. And so uh, it's so cool that we've been just talking about community and the language of encouragement, which is a huge deal. And I also love that uh, you both tapped on... Um, you know, the topic of encouragement and like friend groups or just women that you know, that you know, that are just in different, like, uh, in different fields of work, but yet we all speak the same language of encouragement. I loved that because I too can say the same for my friend group. Like, um, one is a lead in HR, she's a boss there. And then I have another who is an educator, um, in Boston. And I do none of those things. You feel me? Um, I am in the media realm. I am all about the entertainment space. I love creating and speaking and engaging in communication with people um, and building relationships in a more like, I guess, entertaining way. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but that's kind of what I can think of. And it's just really cool because when we talk to each other about what we're experiencing, I don't know all the details about being an educator uh, I do know that it's hard working with children, okay? Uh, but <laughs> but the details and the planning and then also, you know, the uh, the team building with HR and also learning how to cut people off or add people in, you know, it's just I feel like I can take from each of these women and apply it to my own life however it's supposed to be applied. And so um, I think that's another thing that is kind of overlooked as well, because some people only want to be in a circle of yes people, of people uh, who will only support what it is that they're doing because they do it, too. And I can definitely say I enjoy the fact that um, my friends and I are in different lanes, but we're like in this journey together. You know, and so I love that we've touched on so many great points here and that you ladies were able to share what it is that you do and and how you do it and the process that it took to get you here. I mean, it's a it's a wild journey and it doesn't stop here. Teresa, like you said, you didn't come this far to stop here. (laughs) And sis, I think we can all agree. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because this ain't it. I mean, God, this ain't it. I know that's right. Right. It's not it. Okay. I know he's responding with a no, it's not it. I have more for you. Uh, And so I just want to encourage everyone who is listening that there is so much more in store. So do not stop here. If you've been feeling super discouraged, super tired um, and just feeling overwhelmed, take that break. Rest to refresh so that way when you get back into whatever it is you're doing, whether it's your nine to five, your creative space, uh, just trust and believe that none of it is wasted. None of the hardship is wasted. All of it is geared towards you growing into exactly who you were called to be and you will you will arrive. Um, But there's obviously going to continue to be progress even when you get to that space. Um, And I feel like we're even going to get beyond beyond our greatest imaginations like what it is that we think that we're gonna do i think when we when we feel like we we've arrived um i feel like we kind of we kind of remove the idea of progress if we ever think that we arrived 
Um, and so I just hope and pray that you just continue to push through and overcome so that way you eventually will uh, get to a better space. And so with all of that said, ladies, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. It has been a delight, full of insight, full of inspiration and encouragement. Um, and so, yeah, thank you both for joining me on today's episode. So if you are tuned in, make sure that you are following these beautiful ladies. Uh, They will be tagged in the post on the afternoon refill uh, uh, Instagram. So make sure you head over. If you haven't already followed us, make sure you do that because it doesn't make sense that you don't. It just doesn't make sense. I can't even. Yeah, I can't even comprehend it. So go to the afternoon refill on Instagram and on Facebook if you still use it faithfully. Um, (laughs) For me, it's kind of I check in, you know what I'm saying? Because family, you know, older friends. I'm like, let me just dash a photo here, dab a little selfie there, put a little post here, you know, reshare something. But the afternoon refill is also on Facebook. So make sure you go over there and follow these ladies on their journey and just what it is they're doing. Because they're doing a great work and making a great impact in society. So once again, ladies, I thank you so much for your presence um, and for your uh, and for your input. So, yeah, thanks so much for listening. It's your girl, Tony T. And this is the Afternoon Refill. Mm-hmm.